0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Faith to Believe Podcast, where every message is to inspire you. I'm Octavia, CEO and founder of Reveal to Hill Consulting Services, located in the state of New Jersey. So today I just want to give a birthday shout out to my third son, BJ. Let me tell you, he has been such a miracle and such a joyous, um, such a joyous time to be able to be his mom, to be able to spend time with him, to be able to just watch him grow. But the journey was not easy, guys. Uh, So 10 years ago today, um, I gave birth to BJ and he's my third son. And I didn't think that I was able to have any more children um, due to the doctor saying that I was not able to have any more children due to a history of, um, due to a history of destruction, I would say. Um, you have to read my book to find out more details about that. Leaked Spilling Secrets of Trauma, located on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. So, um, after thinking that I wasn't able to have any more children, lo and behold, I ended up getting pregnant in 2011. And finding out that I was pregnant, it was kind of like a bittersweet. It was a bittersweet because Um, I wasn't sure if I wanted more children, but I was excited because here it is. The doctors said that I couldn't have more children. And I went to more than one doctor and they said I couldn't have any more children. And God said, no, you're on my plan according to my will and works. So here he, here this baby was. Right. So as I began to become excited, you know, with my, um, with my fiance, um, at this time, extremely excited. I'm going through this journey of trying to figure it all out, you know, about to be married soon. Um, have my two children, you know, it's like, okay, this family is just going to be one big happy family and there was so many uh there was so many trials and tribulations within this pregnancy um you know i i i remember um i i believe i was probably about 5 or 6 months pregnant at the time and um was already you know beginning to feel uncomfortable but i remember that um, i was asked to minister and dance at um at a birthday party and um, I needed to go all the way to Virginia. I could have been a little, um, I could have been a little further along. I probably was like seven months because um, I know my fiance was just like, "Oh, you shouldn't do it." He was trying to suck me out of it, and I was like, "No, no, no!" Like I gotta do this. Like they asked me, I can't disappoint them. And you know, again, that loyalty, right? I just did a, a podcast on being loyal to dysfunction, right? And so here it is. I'm I'm. I'm being loyal. I'm being loyal. This is what I got to do. So I ended up taking this ride down here. My first time driving about seven hours away to Virginia. And I was so tired. I was by myself. I was trying to stay up. My fiance, he probably called me every hour on the hour, um, just ensuring that I was okay. And I remember getting turned around. Like I got lost. Even using a GPS, I was lost. And it was like, oh my God, like, where am I going? What am I gonna do? I'm turned around. I couldn't get anyone on the phone who actually knew, you know, um, who knew the area of where I was going. And it was just like I had to kind of just like figure this thing out. So I just stopped, I took a moment, breaths, and decided to pray. Like, God, you know, if, if this is in your will, just help me to get there. Like I just need to get there. Like I know the GPS is supposed to get me there, but I am stuck and lost on this GPS. So I need your help. So after a few moments, it was someone on the road who drove by, and you know, asked if I need some help. So I just put my window down a little bit and I was explaining, like, I'm trying to get here and I just don't really know. That I don't know where to go next because I'm turned around and it just seems like the GPS keep stopping. So the person um, pointed me out in a direction to go and and then they were just like, just come on, just follow me to this interstate and then you'll be able to get back on and go. Did that, got down there. And um, made it to the destination, made it to the destination only to not minister and dance, by the way. Um, but I was just there being amongst the people. Right. So the lesson, the lesson that I learned, I'm not really sure. I don't know what what God was teaching me in the, in that moment. Right. So I ended up coming back home um, a couple of days later and I'm home and I'm going back into um, into the state of New Jersey. Um, at that time, I worked for Department of Child Protection and Permanency. And so I'm there working, still pregnant, you know, just going in the field, you know, helping families, um, um, being a family support, you know, working with my colleagues and things of that nature. I become further along and um, went to work one day. And my supervisor, um, love him to death, love his whole spirit. He is just an awesome supervisor. Um, and he stated, um, Octavia um how are you feeling And I'm like I'm feeling good I'm okay you know just a little tired but I'm okay he was like you know you don't look too good like you just you just look very uncomfortable despite your being pregnant but you just look uncomfortable like you just just don't look like you're well and I was like oh <laughs> well what an insult right but I'm feeling okay um you know I'm just tired and he was like you know what just just um go home for the rest of the day maybe just get some rest so I ended up um leaving and um I didn't really realize but my 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 feet were swollen um, you know, my hands were swollen and I've just, you know, that's just normal pregnancy to me. And so I ended up going home. Once I got home, I did begin to feel a little uncomfortable, a little um uneasy. So I called the doctor and just let her know that I'm just feeling a little uneasy. There's a lot of discomfort everywhere. Like it's just for like every time I take a step, I can't breathe. It's just like I'm I'm tired. Um, and she was like, okay, just come in. Ended up going in and she was like, ooh my goodness, like, when did you start seeing the swelling? And I was like, I really didn't pay attention to it until my supervisor just brought it to my attention, you know, so I really don't know. And so she said, okay, we're going to run some tests and things like that. So me not thinking nothing of it, like, okay, run some tests. Like, all right. So they ran tests. Um, And when I say I was swollen, like I was swollen everywhere. Like she would, she would point on my foot, and then like, there was a dent that went in and she would point on my hands. It was a dent that went in. So she took these tests. I ended up going home. She told me, that, you know, the tests would be back in a couple of days. I ended up going home. And the very next day, which was a Saturday, I believe, we went, um, my, um, husband now, we, we've already had gotten married, uh, the year before. And so now we're into 2012, January of 2012. And so we went to, um, we went into Toys R Us, Babies R Us. And we were looking for, you know, like a crib and we were looking for clothes and we were doing our little shopping thing. And I was still big, still uncomfortable, still feeling a you know, a little strange. Um, but you know, I was I was in good spirits. You know, I was we was together, we were just going shopping for the baby, happy time. And we got a call while we were at babies r us, and it was um it was a doctor, and the doctor said, um, Hi, how you doing? I don't want to alarm you. Where are you? I'm like, oh, we're in baby R Us. We're doing some shopping. She said, um, you have something called preeclampsia. And she said, you have something called preeclampsia and you have to um, come in right now. And so I was like, coming for what? And she was like, you have to have an emergency C-section. And I was like, oh, what? I was like, yeah, I don't want to have that. She was like, you have no choice. He said, you know, the baby is at risk and, you know, it the baby can possibly not make it if you don't come in and have this emergency C-section. Why would they tell you stuff like that? Like, you're not going to panic. You're not going to start hyperventilating, thinking all of these kind of things. So I had her on speakerphone. My husband was like, let's go. Let's come in. Let's go to the hospital now. And I was like, all right. But wait, we got to go. <laughs> we got to go home because I got to take a shower got to get my bags. I got to do all these different things. And he was like, Octavia, let's just, let's just go. So me being who I was, I'm like, listen, let's just go home, get the bags, take a shower, make sure the kids is in place. You know, we got to make sure, you know, the other children are in place and doing all these things. You know how mommies think. Mommies got to think quick. So we did all of that and got down to the hospital. Um, and she, the doctor was, they were prepping me and they were saying like, I had to drink some little nasty medication and, um, and it was just like disgusting in every way, shape, fashion, or form. It was just disgusting. And so I had to drink this medication and, and drinking this medication. Um, I was performing like a two year old, like, oh my God, I got to drink this and I can, and I can't drink anything nasty and all this other stuff. Right. And so, um I ended up calling my godparents because I was like listen they're telling me that I have to come in um I have to come in uh to do an emergency C-section because I have something called preeclampsia. Now, those of you who don't know what preeclampsia is, it's a condition in pregnancy characterized by high blood pressure and sometimes with fluid retention and um and and proteinuria. And so sometimes the main causes of preeclampsia even though people don't really know um what the main causes could be sometimes it's it's it thought to occur when there's a problem with the placenta right or the organs that link to the baby's blood supply to the mother like there's a problem in that and the symptoms of that some of the symptoms that you can actually see um from preclampsia would be a lot of the swelling. Like you will have a lot of swelling um in your hands. You have a lot of swelling um on your um on your feet. Um your face can be swelled up. Um and this is and this is really, 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 really prone in African American um, African-American women. So you have to be mindful ladies when, you know, especially African-American women, when you're pregnant, you know, just take, you know, um, take extra care and, and be extra mindful of your blood pressure, your emotions, the stress, um, how your body is actually developing, pay close attention to those things. Right. So I ended up going, I'm in the hospital, had to take this little nasty medication. It was purple, it was disgusting. And so, they were preparing me. So once I, um, once I took the medication, um, I prayed with my family and then bam, I went under. Right. And so I ended up having him, um, prematurely and he was about Um, I I think it was 30 weeks, 30 or 31 weeks I had him early. And he was so small when he came out. He had to have all these tubes on him. I was crying and, you know, because this this has never happened to me. So I'm crying and, you know, just couldn't understand like, why was this happening? Like, you know, is he going to be okay? And even though the doctors was reassuring, like he's going to be okay, he's going to grow, you know, you have to, um, you have to make sure you feed him, um, feed him, try to breastfeed and, you know, breastfeeding, like I never really truly done it for the long haul. I tried it, but you know, it, it, it never lasts. So I was doing my best with the breastfeeding, had to. Um, then he went from breast to the bottles because they 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 were saying that he needed more, like he needed more milk and um and more supplement. And so, um, he had to stay into the hospital. Like you know, people came to see him. They bought him clothes. The clothes were so big for him. And I kid you not, once we got home, we were able to take him home, which was probably like um, I want to say it was maybe maybe another week or so. We was able to take him home. He put on so much weight. He just put on so much weight like by the time he was like nine months to one years he you cannot tell he was a premature child. You cannot tell he was a premature child. He actually looked like a little fat light skin Italian kid like that like he was just so he was so big, and it was just amazing how. God had turned this around and allowed me to go through this only so I can be a testimony to someone else. And, you know, when 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 babies are premature, there's all kinds of things that said, you know, developmental delays, um, the baby's gonna be so tiny, small. Um, um, you know, the their learning, um, and 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 their, their learning and responses is not going to be like the average quote unquote child. And I say that I rebuke all of that in the name of Jesus because my baby is entirely smart. Like, he is just so, so smart. Um, he, you know, he didn't suffer like that did not set him back. He was still on task developmentally, developmentally. um, and his developmental stages, you know, he walked on time. He talked on time. He potted on time. He, he learned to eat on time. He spoke on time, like all of these different things. He was not delayed at all. And he is now 10 years old today. Happy birthday, BJ. He's 10 years old today. And I am super proud of the young man that he is becoming, my my baby, um, he loves God. He knows the Lord. Um, a lot of people say him he's going to be a preacher, um, but of course he's going to be what God has has called him to be, according to God's will and God's plan. Um, but he, you know, he knows his Bible. He knows how to pray. He prays for himself. He prays for his family. He's just an awesome, awesome, awesome young man. He's an awesome big brother um, to his siblings. And of course, you know, um, he, you know, of course he gets into, you know, those moments where he wants it to be about him and his friends and leave his siblings out but he always find a way to come back and connect with his um with his siblings this morning he told me he said mommy I'm 10 years old now and I made some responsibilities for myself I'm going to get myself up in the morning I'm going to get myself dressed I'm going to make my snacks and you don't have to wake me up and tell me and today he started that today he made a vow to himself and a promise to himself today he kept that promise he kept that vow and so um, he is doing his thing. He's just an awesome spirited kid, Um, a, a smile that will melt your heart. He's just an awesome baby. I love him so, so much. We all love him so, so much. Today is his day of celebration and he's just, you see him, he's a kid that you see and you will not forget. So I'm just here to encourage you. I just wanted to give my baby a birthday shout out and I'm here to encourage um, you guys to have hope, have hope in the process, have hope in what God says and not. What And not rely on man and not rely on flesh. Have hope in God. Have faith in God. It says um, in the NLT version, New Living Translation version of the Bible, uh, John 16, Um, It starts off, so when you need more confidence that Jesus' message is true, when you need more confidence that his message is true, it states, I have told you all this so that you have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I overcome the world. Again, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. John 16, 33. If you don't do nothing else, have faith, Have faith that your circumstances are going to turn around. Have faith that your circumstances are going to be lifted up. Have faith that God is going to do what God says he's going to do. His word says, have have peace in me. Have peace in God. Have peace in God. And it doesn't matter what you're going through in the world because as long as you have peace in God, you are going to come out of your circumstances. Always remember that what you go through in the world, what you go through in life, it has nothing to do with you. Nothing at all. It has something to do with the person that you are going to share your story with. Your testimony will be for someone else. Your testimony is not for you. You have experienced it and sometimes it's a bummer to go through it, but know that you're going to come out on the other side. You see, I I didn't have faith and hope that I was going to have any more children, but God said, by who are you living for? Whose are you? you are going to live and do according to my will and works because I have created you not only in my image, but I have created the plan for your life. And so the plan for your life says that you will have more children. You will not be be here just with two children or a mother of two. You will be a mother of five. Yep. A mother of five. So God has blessed me with my third child at this point in my life. And it has been a miracle because I thought I couldn't have any more children. And just when I thought everything was so great, got through this monkey rich in the plan and I had to get something called preeclampsia. And I have gotten preeclampsia with the the expectancy that this right here may not not cause my baby to live if I didn't get to this hospital in time. But I have gotten there not in my time, but in God's time, the way that God see fit, because I had to go through the stages and the process of it all. And. And I had to watch my baby be on tubes and after my baby was on tubes and been able to be taken home and he has grown and he has grown mm, father God and he has grown into the young man that he is today, 10 years later. So when you don't think that it can happen for you, you better go to, you better go into your Bible and go to John sixteen thirty three. read it, meditate on it. Because God has a plan for your life that you don't even know about, that you can't even see. Just have faith, hope, hope. That's the word for today. So again, today is January 26th. It is my baby's birthday. I love you, BJ. Enjoy your day. And the best is yet to come. Check us out more and soon for another podcast, another episode. And we look forward to you tuning in. Blessings.